Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. And my name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. Whoo, Andy, <laughs> sister girl, you are coming to us as a survivor. How are you doing? So, How are you holding up? Yeah, I don't know if I would put it exactly that way, but I am. Uh, I spent the entire morning just deleting and unsubscribing from spam emails. <laughs> So here's this is the this is my story of my, my torrid tale. <laughs> uh, so you know how like politicians, like people on people's campaigns, will like text you about stuff yeah, these they text days. Bank, yeah, they text yeah. bank. All right, hey, if you're a progressive candidate, uh, I was gonna say I love it. I'm like I'm fine with it. <laughs> but like, there's this like dipshit anti-choice guy who was like a Republican and then suddenly started like. But uh, became a Democrat so he could run for mayor here in Los Angeles because he knew he wouldn't get elected. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's like this like anti-choice freak. And especially like in the last like week when the SCOTUS decision leaked. Yeah. Right. You would think like maybe you would like shut up about that shit. Mm-hmm. And anyway, someone from that volunteering for his campaign, I'm volunteering. Probably he pays all his little shitheads. Because who would who would volunteer for this freak for free? Rick Caruso is his name. Anyway, <laughs> running for mayor here in Los Angeles, vote against him. But he 
<laughs> they texted me and they're like, are you voting for Rick Caruso in the upcoming thing? And I go, uh, I texted back. Now, normally I don't interact with these things. I of just course. delete the text. Yes, that's the right thing to do. I was feeling snarky yep. because of what's been going on in the world. I go, uh, was this guy like pro-life up until about five minutes ago? In hopes that he could become mayor? And... <laughs> They didn't text back, and then then I suddenly got signed up for because you know they have all your information. Of they course. have your yes, email address you, and they, they have everything. your phone number and all this kind of stuff because it's on the voter rolls. Yep. Uh, so yeah, suddenly Which is I got, why you leave them alone. <laughs> suddenly I got signed up for like five hundred like lottery and, and free gift cards and things. credit cards too. Credit it was card like things. you've been approved, and mm. I was like, oh lord, if they mess up your credit, if mm. Rick, if this little Rick Caruso salty person mix, mess up your credit, I'm livid. So that's been my morning. <laughs> now, Naomi, before we get into our guest today, mm-hmm. we got a couple of follow-ups, a couple of comments mm-hmm. on things. One thing that we got, we got a lot of comments, folks. Yeah. And I want you to know I listen to all of them, but we yes. don't have enough time to play them all. Yes. So I have to be pretty selective. If you are saying something absolutely new, then uh, then I usually play that. Right. Like absolutely not. A new, a new take. A new take that we something haven't thought Something that, of. yeah. But this person, so I, I can't play this person's entire thing, but do you remember last episode or two episodes ago? I don't know. So it was Josh and Aaron's episode. Yes. Basically, we did a question where the person who called in their boyfriend drank too much Diet Pepsi. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we're like, eh, it's not that. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. But someone, someone called in and they said, uh, watch out for kidney stones. Wow. Because they had a friend who would get high and drink a ton of cherry Pepsi and then it got <laughs> kidney stones all the time. Wow. So I don't know. As you will see when we play a comment, uh, we don't have a ton of medical knowledge. So <laughs> if you call in and say something and it sounds pretty reasonable, I'm just like, okay, sure. You guys so, don't try to get us <laughs> spreading disinformation, okay? Yeah, don't call up. If no miss, no diss. If it sounds reasonable, I'm going to play it. So if it's wrong, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is we're not fact checking. We're just, we're making sure you're heard. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. So, uh, along those lines, uh, last episode, this is and this is going back to an earlier episode uh, with Sabrina. But basically, like someone had called in and was like, "My ex is my ex is still sleeping with me. I have herpes." Yes, yes, yes. And then my He's ex sleeping is with sleeping else. with someone else. Right. Should I contact that person? And then someone called back, uh, and then someone left a comment. It was like, yes, you should, because yeah, like- You can still spread herpes. You can still spread herpes and stuff. And then another, a bunch of people actually called in. I'm just going to play one of the comments. Okay. And it's like, that person that commented last time is pretty right, but they were kind of wrong about some stuff. Oh, so my God. Let's, I'm, I'm hoping that this corrects whatever record. Okay, so I'm just wow. going to play this. All right, ready? Andy and Naomi, hi. I've never called in- or done anything like this before in my life. Um, I love your podcast. We'll just, you know, start there. Hi. Love it. You guys are fun. Um, informative. And I really appreciate the conversation about herpes that you guys have had in the last few episodes. And I have a couple things to add. Um, one being um, what that other caller was saying about testing that's true. It's not very commonly tested in like the um, standard STI panel. You do have to ask for it. And there's a reason uh, that it's not standard. It's because it's not a very accurate test. Mm. And basically, the, the, the more accurate version of the test that's kind of considered 
preventative. Um, you have to have an active outbreak or something like that for them to test the sore, basically, uh, not to be TMI. Um, so that's obviously difficult. Um, it's also painful, and it's not super accurate uh, in the end. There is a blood test um, that's also not very accurate, and if you do go that route, if you're kind of on this journey, um, make sure that it's covered by your insurance because I got that surprise and it was not cheap. It was about almost $600 of a lab bill. It wasn't Ooh. covered at all. Um, and I had to <laughs> try and fight to get it covered and it just was no chance because um, it was, you know, exploratory or whatever the fuck. Um, so, yeah, all that to be said, I think um, it's really important that people disclose. It's really not that big of a deal. Also, it's highly stigmatized. A ton of people have it. Uh, it's way more common than you think. It's also extremely manageable. Um, and, you know, I thought that I had chronic yeast infections and, like, UTIs for years, literal years. And, you know, gynecologists didn't catch it. Urgent care didn't catch it. Uh, it wasn't even really considered. I never once got a test and, and uh, or suggested to get tested um, until very recently. And... Um, it was a huge relief, honestly, to, to finally get that diagnosis and to be able to treat it correctly. Um, but yeah, it, it could be it could be very helpful um, to just disclose that to other people. Um, also, yeah, like I said, it's really not that big of a deal. Very manageable, highly stigmatized, and it really shouldn't be. Okay, uh, love you guys, and keep being funny. I love it. Okay, bye justice for herpes we need a test that actually works the fact that these tests are out here it's like they're not very accurate i'm gonna need science to step it up i feel like we're pivoting to become a public health podcast maybe we are we're t masters in public health <laughs> is what we'll call it but we don't actually have masters right in public health you see what i'm saying but we're masters in public health right look folks if you call in and you say something like reptilians have given me an sti i know that's yeah we're not gonna false. play that but everything under, everything, <laughs> under everything, that, everything lower down than than that, and I'm just like, yeah, it sounds. That's a well. This is also, you know, speaking from experience. You know, you can never deny an experience. But thank you very much for sharing your experience, strength, and hope. So, if anybody is out here not knowing what to do, we hope these last two eps have given you some answers. Now we also have a follow up, Naomi. Uh huh. Um, do you remember? This is a two time caller. Episode 200, we answered a question with a partner about someone who has a a boyfriend from another country. Yes, yes, yes. Is it an African boyfriend? Libyan. Yes. Yes. And then, yeah, wanting to be like, oh, oh can I? <laughs> I, did, I? In my head, I was like, Libyan. Yes, that's African. <laughs> Good. Okay, so look, science. Uh, I know scientific theory. I know um, <laughs> science studies. But specific science and geography, not my strong suit. Okay, okay. That's okay. Do you Is know it... where Nightcrawler's from? Germany. You know things. Then you know some things about oh, geography. Oh, you mean Kurt Wagner? He's <laughs> from Germany. Okay. Um, yes, and there's a whole question of when will they be together, because he was going back to his homeland, and it was like, mm. obviously, that's going to be a real, real, real long distance. Homeland reruns now showing on Showtime. Here's the follow-up. Hi, you guys. Hi, Andy. Hi, Naomi. Um, thank you for answering my question. 
Um, I, you answered my question with a Parnan on Chela on your 200th episode, which was very cool and such an honor for me because I've been listening to y'all since the beginning. Um, my question was about my boyfriend from Libya. And it's funny because you were like, thanks for coming to me early. But in fact, I sent that uh, message like back in September and now it's far <laughs> too late. I don't blame you. I, I, I know you guys get a lot of mail and important needs to tend to. But <laughs> yeah, I did it again. I let myself get in deep with a relationship that will never work. And, um, yeah, it's been great. We're, like, in love. (laughs) But it also sucks because he is still going back to Libya. And I'm going to get my heart broken again. But I guess that's just the price you pay for being reckless and and (laughs) swiping on lovers without borders. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. kidding. We met on Tinder. (laughs) But I guess I have... A type. It's like a specific haircut and beard type <laughs> that I'm into. And I guess that usually occurs on non-US based men, which I don't know what that means. But yeah, definitely once I get over this one, I am going to look for a local lover and hope that that works out a, a little more sustainably also my boyfriend's muslim and his family would never accept me even if we did long distance unfortunately because i'm a heathen but i respect his religion even though yeah (laughs) yeah shout out to all the religious people um anyways i love you guys and yeah thank you Okay, I am dead and shout out to all the religious people. <laughs> I just that might have to be my new like greeting. I come up I maybe I'll get on stage and be like, shout out to all the religious people. And just leave it at that. All the religious people. Any kind of religious. It's just by the way, the the Orthodox evangelical sections of every religion that is stringent. The Orthodox Jews do not think I am Jewish. Shout out to all the religious people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Go on. What were you going to (laughs) say? This is like the voicemail of somebody who is just like, I know I'm a damn mess. Because she's like, I'm out here being reckless. And like, she's saying all the reasons. My heart's about to get broke, but I love him. And you know, I love the beard and haircut that is had by non-U.S. citizens. (laughs) I do not know what that combo is. I know. I'm dying to see it now. But uh, by the way, when you call in or send in a DM or or email or whatever, I put them all in a folder together. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I just like look at whoever our guest is and I'm like, oh, I bet they could answer that. You know, and again, I only listen to the first like 15, 20 seconds, 30 yeah. seconds of it just to make sure it's legible. This breaks my heart a lot of times. When I say legible, I don't know what the word is for listenable. Yeah. Like sometimes people will call in and it's just like there's like crackling right. or like I hear like they're by car- the highway. It's yeah, like tough. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. tough. And I can't use those ones. It really does yeah. break my heart because I'm oh, like, oh, babe, I want to answer the question. And they'll never know that they'll f- I don't want people thinking I reject. Look, I've never rejected a question based on the topic. I've only rejected it based on the ability to be played right. hourly. 
Yeah. A U R A L. Orally. Orally, but I didn't want to. Orally. Ow- yes, hourly. You know what? I think we should get to our guest. Who's our great guest today, Naomi? Oh my God. Our great guest is comedian and writer Amy Miller. You can see Amy's newest half hour special on Comedy Central's YouTube. And yes, the special is called Ham Mouth, <laughs> which I love. She also has a new album out called California King. Amy is giving us the content we need and crave. She is hysterical. <laughs> I adore her. And I just can't wait to get into this episode because she is so open. She yeah. gives you the real. And Amy's great. She's hysterical. So without further ado, I'm going to say it. Roll it. Amy. 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 Andy. Amy. Oh. Our names all kind of rhyme. Amy. Oh, because they end they end with the E. Yeah, we're easy. Easy. Me and Amy. <laughs> now big assonance can you tell me <laughs> what you had you, at breakfast this morning oh yes i can hold on Naomi. starting out with hard-hitting questions <laughs> is a little unsettling for our guests you know look this, i want to let them know that the gloves are off this is not dateline <laughs> this is couples therapy it's I unsettling where i went i'll <gasps> tell you that much squirrel because i am okay First of all, it's Saturday in L.A., so I'm not trying to really go to, like, a cool brunch spot. Yeah. I don't yeah, yeah, wait yeah. for food. I've never waited for food. I'm with you. I'm with you. Something, I think also, like, I don't know. I feel like if you grow up poor or, like, you, I'm also the youngest in my family. It's like if you ever had just all the food taken from you because they <laughs> ate it. I'm not waiting in a line. Just go. So I did. I'm walking distance to... An international house of pancakes. Of course. Oh, Gotta have love that. And it's 24. It was 24 hours before the pandemic. So RIP to that. Yeah. Um, and I just had blueberry pancakes and some bacon. Ugh, delicious. I'm going to throw something at you. I hop mozzarella sticks. Surprisingly not bad. Yes. Remember when they tried to be IHOB? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Internet House of Breakfast as a whole. Burgers. No, they went all in on burgers. Yeah. The International House of Burgers. That was what the branding was because then everything was a burger and then it didn't work. They only did it for like a month and then they took everything down. But here's the thing was it a, was it only supposed to be a limited engagement name change? I I don't know. But. It worked for whatever reason. I think me and everybody else really couldn't stop thinking about those pancakes every time you mentioned the burgers. <laughs> you know, I'm not even I a real pancake person. I hotums. <laughs> no, International House of Decent Mozzarella Sticks. I hotums. Hotums. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now to know you had blueberry pancakes and bacon that is good because i was gonna ask you if you were sweet savory the only salty sweet combination i enjoy is pancakes and bacon yes and i generally don't do any sweet breakfast but i also don't eat eggs so that Uh, makes that hard all that yeah 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 that limits a lot of you have you are you allergic or you just don't like them I just don't like them. And a lot of places in like LA and the Bay, it's easy enough to get like a tofu scramble or whatever, some kind of vegan breakfast item. Mm-hmm. But, you know, IHOP's not fucking around with tofu <laughs> scrambles. So <laughs> then I'm just that person ordering only sides. You know, I'm like, give me some toast, give me potatoes, give me bacon. The server doesn't always love it. Um, <laughs> so I just did pancakes because that's 
their specialty. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And it's very kind of you. It's very, you know, anti-Karen of you. You said the server won't love it, so I won't do it. And it's like, wow, that's someone who grew up in Oakland. <laughs> that's something in my head at all times. Fighting, fighting the Karen. Um, <laughs> like is Karen class, like, is there a class basis for Karen? Like you said, you grew up like working class, right? Is that yeah. like... Like, are there working class Karens or are there middle class Karens or is it mostly like an upper middle class, upper class kind of? I feel like since the COVID Karen, the class kind of opened up because then Mm -hmm. we got these like, I'm not going to put on a fucking mask Karens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, yeah, I think you're right, Naomi. It's like just working in the service industry for so many years Uh kind of already like negates that. (laughs) instinct and a lot of the time you know i'm not wrong and i really i can't say anything because (laughs) i just eat the food or whatever um i had a a moment with a tsa person um a lady because she tried to take my scented candle which i've been traveling with a scented candle i I, it was expensive too i found one that's in like a metal container and not glass so Mm -hmm. and she argued that this is liquid and i was like but it's right a, that's now. a strange argument <laughs> that's a make. real strange argument that's it's a that's like here your suitcase this is uh this is liquid this is a gas that's someone who does not know the phases of matter no right. she does and she's holding on to some nonsense because it's like well it's not liquid until i actually light it which is not what but i'm allowed not, to do no. on the plate and that's only a little part of it but that's liquid. not liquid no that's yeah. not hold on you have anything well then anything's liquid because you yeah, just heat, and that's you heat what's up, wrong with her. If you heat up all matter, it turns into liquid. And then Not gas. all of it. Sometimes it'll turn into a goop. True. You're right. There is sublimation. <laughs> Sometimes it goes straight a from goop. solid to gas. <laughs> well, also, if I'm lighting this candle on the plane, <laughs> at that point, they need to be more concerned that I have fire. Exactly. A deliciously scented wax. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the dangerous element. Right, the fire. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, the fire is what's going to cause the problem. If you're worried about the fire, then that's a whole other issue. Call me Frankenstein because I'm scared of fire. What is going on with you today? He's fun. He's fun. He's Saturday Andy. (laughs) Thank you. Wow, Amy, you knew. Missed a Saturday day. It is. Honestly, I'll tell you exactly what's happening is that we figured out. So Mabel, every time we record a podcast, she gets annoyed that we are not playing with her or scratching her or paying any attention to her so she runs around licking things and then that <laughs> she licks cat hair off of stuff it gives her a stomach ache and then we have to take her out to eat grass okay so we no, started I'm dealing this... with the same thing with my cat right now she really wants to be on this podcast really <laughs> i did see mabel just scramble across yeah, the exactly exactly now, i mean why do i explain this can you give her a, a bully stick <laughs> sure So we decided to, we we figured out, she has this play mat and we put little, we hide little treats in this play mat and she, it like occupies her and then she's satisfied. So right before we started recording with you, Amy, we put this play mat down (laughs) full of treats. She goes through, you know, she's like finding all the hidden treats. It's really engaging her. It's engaging her nose. It's engaging her brain. The minute we get engaged in this conversation with you, we're talking pancakes. We're talking Saturday Andy. She is running around like a lunatic, jumping on the couch, jumping on the edge of the couch. I don't know if you noticed me look over. Yes. So I will tell you from my point of view, 
from me. This uh, Saturday, Andy, is just that the anxiety from like tr- like thinking both that we figured out how to deal with Mabel and that uh, and, and that not working and her going around licking everything is coming. <laughs> what is out. she licking? The God, couch. The couch. The she listen. She loves to lick the couch, which I'm like, ew. And then, and obviously, Why if we were there, her? we would take her off the couch, right? But we're doing this, so she's she's got free run. This is her time. Her time to just go, go, go. There, there. Show your face, little kitty. Show your face, Angel, with your with your bright collar. Like up here. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone. I had a very important meeting yesterday, and it's like you're just asleep. You're asleep eighteen hours a day. Yeah. But for this one hour, you must be engaged and with me and on camera. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. And you know, it's a cat, so it's embarrassing. It's like I'm not a cat lady. I just made like a really bad decision in my twenties, and it's still alive. <laughs> Oh my God! So your cat is also an old gal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's sick, Naomi. I oh. like. I know that the math adds up, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it does feel insane to now be in my forties and have a creature I got in my twenties. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like she's like sixteen or whatever. So yeah, it makes sense. But it feels insane. Yeah. I love that. No, I actually really I love that because there's this like very stable period. I know that like before I got Squee and Prem, because they're 15, they're each 15, they're brothers, before I got them chaos. <laughs> and after, when hopefully we still have like five years or more with them, right? Hopefully they will be long, they're, they're still, you know, in okay. the prime of life, right? After that, that now we're, we're on the- We're not doing that. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> we're on the other side. Now, like, everyone in my orbit is, like, in the period of time where, like, you could pass away. They're so, twilight. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. living in twi- uh, twilight years. But not yet. <laughs> but as long as, so there's this, this period of time where they are both alive, that is, like, this is the golden times. This is, like, for the a lot of- like, for, Yes, yeah, for a lot of people, this is, like, their high school years. <laughs> You know, like they look back, they're like, I was a quarterback. <laughs> and now I dig ditches for the state. <laughs> ditches I, don't for the fo- state. I don't follow. I don't always follow Andy. Exactly. Naomi. And I think it's not a, it's not wrong to, to tell him. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you have to say, I don't know. And that's okay. You know, Maybe the- Friday, Andy, I would have gotten it. I don't know. <laughs> I know. But- you know, early in our relationship, I'd be like, ha, ah! now I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> Isn't and it crazy that we do that? for so long i know that you pretend (laughs) that you know what the hell is happening (laughs) are you uh, ridiculous amy are you booed up at the moment no i am not i uh, broke up with someone after a long time um six and a half years in last june so i've been Mm -hmm. single for coming up on a year um but he does as naomi knows live across the hall so and i I wanted to know if you know that was something we could engage with or not because to have to have your former lover living across the hall is (laughs) very melrose place (laughs) very melrose place but literally yes (laughs) and even our building has that vibe because we um we're in mid-city but it's like you know spanish style little courtyard Mm -hmm. kind of thing and um, it already feels sort of like Melrose Place or <laughs> Mulholland Drive. Um. <laughs> uh, but, people like jumping out of dumpsters. 
I mean, basically, yes, we do live next to the Smartin final. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I can talk about it. I mean, I'm I'm an open book. It's um, it's not for everyone, but it works well for us. I don't know. It does. It does. But yeah. I thought because you know you were you were like move, go away, like go to a new location. And At that time. Yes, when probably we took that ride to Irvine. Because it was right um, after it had happened, yeah. Yeah, and I really, well, I just really wanted him to find a new apartment. And yes. so I could, like, freshen up the place and start fresh. Right, and sage femini- it. Feminize yeah. it. <laughs> that was last for the listener. So you both opened up for Nicole Byer in the Irvine Improv. And this is, Naomi, when you were working on your uh, your Netflix. Spot. Well, and this is when I realized Amy was such, because I find, Amy, you know, you, you are, I think of you as no nonsense. I think of you as, like, not a very effusive person. And so I, which means for me as someone who's needy, I was like, she hates me, right? And so that was the first time, you know, when you were like, no, I will let you take the feature spot because you're working on something. I said, I said, this is a kind soul in a weary world. I said, this is an angel among demons. I said, this is a mother of pearl. Oh my God. No, I've always loved you. And I tell, I've th- I tell you that, right? Well, we found know. it out, I think, on our car rides because, as you, everyone knows, I don't drive. And so if I was going to do a show in Irvine, something was going to give. And Amy was that giver, honey. She took yeah. me. She took she needed me. needed my set and a ride every night. I mean, <laughs> I'm a real taker. <laughs> no, it was so taker. fun. I loved it. Well, I think also because I watched your half hour before we ever knew each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to be this woman's friend. I love her. <laughs> I will find her. I will not be effusive so she doesn't know how much I love her. I'll make her work for it somehow. That's good. That's good, baby. It worked. That's, it worked. of course, uh, Naomi's uh, Comedy Central half hour now available on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> pop-up video right now coming up with little details as it all happens um but yeah so when we were driving of course that was a beautiful hour we would have to really get into it and it was like just happening for you and again because as i think of you as someone who doesn't suffer fools like that person he was acting like a fool towards the end of the time yeah, I think, yeah, probably we both were a little mm-hmm, bit, but mm-hmm. it just was because we broke up before the pandemic. I think that was part of it. We broke up like January 2020, right? <laughs> and then I was going on the road for a lot of weeks in a row and I was like, take your time finding a place. Like, obviously, no rush. We're best friends, whatever. And then, you know, March 11th, I had to come <laughs> home and we were like, well... Uh, let's do this together because we don't know how long it's going to be, you know, and we're all thinking it's like two weeks um, at that time (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that's what they were telling us. Of Um, course. They said, wash your hands for two weeks. (laughs) And I was like, I've been washing them my whole life. (laughs) Can't be it. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) um, And then, yeah, you know, two weeks turned into a year or whatever, but we had a really good time and we just love each other so much and we, you know, played the board games and watched all the movies. And um, and then, so I think by June, whenever I was talking to you, I was like, done, done, done. Like, let's get this. Because that was also like that June where we were like, it's over. Right, we were vaxxed. Um, it was a vaxxed summer. Yeah. yeah. What was the, do you mind if I ask, like, what was the, like, what, the final straw? Or what were you like, oh, this is, we're, this is done? Um... There, I don't know that there's one final straw. There was just kind of, 
It was like uh, the big things that we like had worked on never got fixed, you know. Uh, and after, you know, six years or whatever, it's like, well, maybe, you know, we're not the best match to be together. But we at that point, you know, someone's like family. And so, I mean, obviously, because he lives across the hall, like I don't hate him, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're best friends. We talk every day. Um, but you know what, those, those same communication issues or whatever we like fought about in our relationship, they still come up in our friendship. And I'm just like, when, you know, is this going to be done? But at least we're not in the same home. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so it's a little easier to deal with. And frankly, it's more just like, well, this is your, like you go work on it with someone else right Right. absolutely (laughs) hopefully a professional yeah yeah not that i'm not you know we're still here for each other and stuff um but it's less like stress for me i think uh the best way to describe it is just it was always kind of like fraught you know like filled with love filled with passion but just like stressful and it shouldn't be like that the whole time (laughs) (laughs) Um, right not the whole time no right you can have a small period of fraughtness right so by the time it was done i just felt really like i just started sleeping better i just (laughs) i was like drinking less like i just felt more at ease Mm -hmm. even when he only went like six feet away (laughs) um because it was just like oh okay this isn't like my main thing in right right right. and like yeah it has to do with expectation like that's the thing too it's like you know when somebody is a mess but i there isn't a mess oh okay i didn't say sorry i won't say mess. no no you could say mess i'm just clarifying if he hears this right legally you did not say the word mess Um, i know (laughs) but no but i guess for instance when you're having difficulty with a friend perhaps it's different because it's like i don't have an expectation of that person to be there for me in a certain way right and i and i'm also not expected to um provide a fix the way you are as you can when you live with somebody when you're in a relationship there is this expectation that you are supposed to like make it better in some way Mm -hmm. not necessarily have all the answers but have something and i think that like the moment you take that pressure off where it's like oh yeah you're cool i just can't do whatever it is you need to be done by a romantic partner and you certainly aren't doing what i need to be done by a romantic partner yes and a lot of the time friends do show up for that stuff and do deliver hopefully i mean you know if you have good friends i think we do um but yeah you're right i think it's also looking at the long term right and it's if you think about okay are, are, are we gonna get married like i never wanted to have kids so that was like you know, off the table anyway, but it's just building a life together, moving forward, and you're basically growing up together in some way that it's like, oh, is it just always going to be like this? Like, yeah, you have to fix it. Because also with friends, yeah, you don't see them constantly, you know, 24 hours yes. a day. It's like you can get that distance. And yeah, it's a little bit easier to have friends who are in uh who are messy. Now, see, now I said messy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you didn't say a back. mess. Correct. You did not yeah. say a mess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And All for right. the record, obviously, we're both 
messy um so (laughs) but we do have this just deep love for each other still and it's i I mean i think a lot of people i know would have stayed in this which i did because for a while i did that thing where i had a few relationships that were like one and a half years two years that i thought like oh maybe i leave too early like maybe i'm giving up so then i was like i'm gonna work on this i'm gonna work on this and then after a while it's like wait how long do you how long do you do that? You know, and I think a lot of people would have just probably stayed together in the same position um, because we like each other. The, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I mean, even now, I don't wouldn't say the 1950s. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, because we like each other. You know, he's a great person. He's sweet. He's got a good job. We still want to have sex with each other, and we do. Um, (laughs) There's your Melrose place right there. That's so Melrose. He's very, very funny. Um, I'm not saying that in like a I'm a comedian, and this regular person I date sure is funny. Um, (laughs) Like, no, he's like legitimately very funny. Um, And so I go, oh, well, how am I going to find even all those things again? And then you go like, oh, should I have less like kept working on it? And but I know that that's not true because everything work wise also started to gain momentum once I was out of that thing because mm-hmm. it just pulled so much of my focus. And like, that's just what I need to be doing right now. And um, yeah, I'm not, you know, and I'm not really like thinking about finding another boyfriend or whatever, like dating. <laughs> sure, I guess. Hooking up. <laughs> yeah why not um but yeah it just i just felt instantly relaxed you know what i mean and i was like oh did not realize i just was (laughs) in knots for six years you know it's hard it's really hard um but yeah he's right there oh and oh oh yeah because our neighbor just happened to move out like at the same time as we were like finalizing this breakup again and so i was like you know, would be that could be fun, right? It's a great, it's a great building. <laughs> Was that a weird transition from uh, dating to, I suppose, friends with benefits? Sexy neighbors. Ooh, coming to Fox this fall <laughs> after Monday Night Football. It's sexy neighbors. Um. It is a weird transition. Yeah, I think we both still find it hard to like not uh, text each other as like the that person, you know, like, oh, my plane's landed or whatever. It's just like, who do I, you know, I mean, I text my mom sometimes and she's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear it. Well, where are you this time? You know, um, you know, and just that person that you have all the inside jokes with and you yeah. know all of each other's shit. Like, it's very hard to remove that. And we haven't really yet, not in that way. It's not like a romantic, obviously. We're not like, hey, babe. But <laughs> that part is a weird transition. You know, I think for a couple weeks we were both like, oh, I, I wanted to text you this funny thing. And I don't know if that's appropriate anymore. And then now we're just like, Fuck it, I don't, I don't know who else to send this shit to. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. It's, I think, also it would be different if he was like even in the front apartment. We have a very small building; there's only like five units. But he is literally like across from my living room, so I do sort of know when he's coming and going. 
which is weird. When I'm here, thankfully I'm gone like a lot. So okay. Maybe that makes it less weird because it's only like a, a week out of every month. But yeah, I'm like, oh, midnight on a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go but get it. You know, you guys are hooking up with other people too, right? I, think I you don't said that. know about him. I hope that he is. Um, I mean, it's been a year, so I've done a little bit of that, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm only human. um but i mean that's another thing it's still like the most fun with each other oh no (laughs) oh no (laughs) just have me put in an institution (laughs) well i wanted to ask you though out before this relationship you know were were you somebody who was always booed up and are is it natural for you to stay friends with exes or is this a new kind of paradigm no, very natural for me to stay friends with exes. There's really only maybe one that I like would never talk to again. But like his family doesn't even talk to him. Like he's just a straight up terrible, abusive person. Okay. Um, but otherwise, yeah. And you know, that was something that my ex, most recent ex, was always very cool about. Because some people could find that weird. Yeah. yeah. There, somebody in the future is going to find it weird <laughs> that he lives there. You know, I'm going to have to have that conversation. And it's sort of like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you don't get it, you don't get it. But it's not. If someone was like, oh, you can't hang out with him anymore. I'd be like, well, we're not going to date, you know. Um, I, But yeah, he was always very cool about how many of my exes I was friends with. I wouldn't. Oh, hi, Mabel. I wouldn't. <laughs> she's like, this girl's a mess. <laughs> she's in major, major denial. Um, I think. I was not always booed up, but I did just have a lot of these like, yeah, one and a half to two year relationships and then long gaps in between. And I sort of consider them all like great loves and great friends. And yeah, I do talk to all of them. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. and Adam was always chill about that. And and like, they get along too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I've hung out with like Adam and an ex another ex you know that is wild like, to was me. fun <laughs> this yeah. is wild to me it's a yeah. nightmare Adam and he and was the always ex. very chill about it and i did say early on like oh you know if we ever get married i want you to know that a lot of people at the wedding will have been inside of me at some point um <laughs> those are my friends i don't know it's probably not normal or healthy but yeah i love them all um and we stay in touch i had the first one die last year or actually Ooh. like beginning of covid um and that's been really interesting like i never did have you all ever had an ex dot be dead no, no i haven't <laughs> yeah it's it was weird um and yeah, so I'm like, well, I guess I have one less ex I'm friends with. Hey, <laughs> me. Wait, hold on. Like, what? Like, <laughs> describe the feeling to me, because it is. I, I haven't felt that, and that's a. I, that, I guess that is a strange thing. This person, like, obviously, like I've had relationships with women that I don't talk to anymore. So there's this, like, there's already this remove, but like the idea of like them not existing anymore. Yeah. Like that's str- that's very strange to me. I think because it was May 2020, it kind of went into that like grief box that we're all keeping locked because mm-hmm. 
if it were yeah. to be opened, uh-huh. <laughs> like the Necronomicon would fly out or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so it would be like, like in um in Ghostbusters <laughs> when the EPA guy opened up the thing and all the ghosts flew out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, Slimer's in there and he needs to stay in there. <laughs> Onion head ghost, yes. Um, and because it was mysterious, like I do think it was COVID. He was a type 1 diabetic, but he was super healthy and fit and like took good care of it. But he lived just like dropped dead in his kitchen. Like his Jeez. girlfriend found him. Yeah, oh which is gosh. so sad. He has yeah. two kids, and and oh. I personally think it must have been COVID related for it to just be that like out of the blue and quick. Um, but we don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, it's been strange. So I <laughs> this this part is kind of funny. So he was a designer, like a graphic designer, like brilliant artist, but. He always just kind of like struggled. He, ran, you know, it's, he ran his own business and he would do these little things. But he got like a pretty big job before he died. I don't know why, why I'm laughing. Is <laughs> <laughs> that he designed? You know those Starbucks mugs with like the state's name, and then they'll have like you know a flip flop or whatever, <laughs> like things that represent. I do not that know state. this at all. I don't know this at all. <laughs> okay. What state well, is the flip flop state? California, probably Florida too. I'm not sure, um, but it's a line of fifty mugs, fifty plus, because they also do like travel m- mugs um, with just like iconography for each state, you know. And and I just and he th- did he made those like he they're his drawings, right? So sometime in summer of 2020, I've like I've started buying them, and Adam's like, should I? Why are you buying Starbucks merch like? <laughs> At a rapid pace. Because <laughs> I'm like trying to collect every state I see, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, because my ex is dead, Adam. And he made these. And he's like, okay. <laughs> you could have told me that before. I just <laughs> made fun of you for buying a Starbucks mug. But I have stopped buying them. I was just in Washington. I didn't get the Washington version. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's strange. I don't even think I've had anyone that I had sex with die. So, yeah, it's been interesting. But we didn't keep in touch a, a ton, but it's still, like, weird that he is not no longer on this earth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I felt that way, too, about someone where I'm like, I hadn't seen them, but it is very unnerving to me that they don't exist. You know, where I was talking to someone where I almost said, how is she? And then remembered, oh, no, she died. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because she's not in part of my day to day. The idea of her being gone is something I have to kind of actively remember as opposed to be reminded of just existing. Yes. Yes. I did that with a comedian recently who passed of COVID. Like just someone mentioned his name and I'm like, how's he doing? Oh, oh, well, he's doing great. Oh. Actually. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. <laughs> he's in heaven with Jesus, Naomi. <laughs> Amy, we get questions from people who are just, you know, they need help. They're here to here to get answers from us, from unlicensed comedians. Mm. And they're here. They're full of fear and they're not used to it. Wait, you guys didn't get your comedy license yet? (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. I've been trying to apply, but I can't get passed. (laughs) I can't pass the test. (laughs) Oh, is that what happens when you get passed at like the comedy store? You have to, there's a written test? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a license. Uh, 
Yeah, and that's supposed to come in the mail. Does a does a relative of Mitzi Shore take you out and you have to parallel park? <laughs> you have to watch a bunch of videos of comedy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Chris D'Elia for three hours. <laughs> I was literally going to say that, and then I'm like, should we open that can of worms? And I'm like, yep, I guess so. <laughs> so we're just having fun. We're having fun. It's Saturday, Andy. Fun. Yeah, Saturday, Andy. Let's get loose. Ooh, welcome to Saturday, Andy. <laughs> but uh, why don't we take a quick break and then when we get back, we're going to answer some of these questions. Yes. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're back with Amy Miller. To help you handle your scandal, honey. Okay? That's what we're going to do. Now, Amy, we get these questions over Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, voicemail, our favorite, 323-524-7839. There's a three-minute time limit. Drop your pronouns in there if you can. Why don't we do this first, this voicemail? Hi, Naomi and Andy. I'm a esteemed guest. Um, I love you both. I love the podcast. Yada, yada, yada. Um, y'all can call me Kat. I am a 34-year-old bisexual cis woman who, to this point in my life, I've only had real relationships with men. I've had, like, a few um, drunken lady fuck buddies, but, like, nothing substantial or official up to this point. Um, I, so I practiced this, and I don't know that I've gotten it under three minutes, so I'm going to do the best <laughs> that I can. Um, okay, so I just got out of an eight-year relationship in July with the man that I thought was a love of my life. We were, like, best friends since we were 10, blah, blah, blah. It eventually became toxic, and I had a cute little mental breakdown last spring and wound up in the hospital for a little grippy sock vacay, and then we finally mm-hmm. split up in July. Um, after the breakup, I had, like, no interest in being in a relationship, and I knew... I had a lot of work to do on myself before I could be a good partner to anybody else, but I was bored as hell, so I started dating as a form of entertainment, um, and boy, oh boy, did I date. 
At one point, I actually made a slideshow presentation about my dating misadventures just so I could keep my friends up to date on everything because it was, like, a lot to keep track of. Um, I never got attached to any of these people. I wasn't looking for anything serious. And the people I was matching with were, like, a string of losers and weird oddball characters, like the girl who fosters ducks and chickens and then ghosted me after we went axe-throwing or the self-described part-time ayahuasca shaman. So, you know, like quality characters. Um, so fast forward to the end of January, and I match with a girl. She's super cute. We go on a date, and I'm like a smitten kitten. We go on another date, and I'm like becoming a best, and we decide to be exclusive on date four because I could not imagine, like, seeing other people while I'm seeing her. So I cut things off with all of my, like, regular fuck buddies at that point. Um so now it's early March. We've known each other for, like, a month. And I'm, like, seriously hurt over heels for this girl. The other night I actually worked myself into a legit panic attack, overthinking how much I like her and wondering if maybe it's just a bipolar manic episode. But we're super into each other, and I, I keep on, like, having to hold myself back from telling her that I love her. The other day she told me, it feels too soon to love you, but that's what this is feeling like. So, like, didn't actually say I love you, but... Huh. Practically. Um, she just got out of a four-year relationship around the time that I ended my eight-year relationship. Neither of us were, like, planning on being anything serious so soon, but here we are. So the question really is, how do you know if you're ready for a relationship? How do you know if it's, like, the real deal? I've had, I have an enormous crush on this girl. Oh. Cut off. Was, was not. Three, was I more than was, three minutes. I could not. I knew she wasn't going to make the three minutes. I was like, <laughs> oh, I couldn't wait to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That was a lot of information. Where do we start? Exactly. There, I'm going to say, uh, let me ask you both. How many I love yous have you said in your life? How many, how many declarations of love and relationships have you made? You mean to how many people? Yeah. How yeah, many roughly. times have I said it? As I love to say it once it's out there. Um, <clears throat> probably seven or eight, I think. Probably, I think me, maybe two or three. Yeah, like yeah. three for yeah, me. Yeah, like not too much. Three. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, my forever lady. <laughs> and um, two, two girlfriends before. I know, I know. I just love the idea that I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> um, <laughs> you suddenly hear the recording cut out. You just hear like her hitting me. Muffled screams. Um, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> um, but um, I guess a question of sort of, is there a such thing as too soon? You know, do we really believe that? You know, because I know there's so many rules around like, you know, don't call someone after, you know, for three days and all these rules we have to play it cool and put these stop gaps in. But is that really the way it should be or what we just tell each ourselves? I I think the rules are dumb. No, I don't. I think the only indication that it's too early ever is if the other person is still reluctant. It sounds like this other person is. So it's like I was just I was thinking listening to her it's really tough the beginning of a relationship when you if you are prone to like 
manic episodes or obsessive, you know, behaviors Mm -hmm. because things are so unclear and like not black and white and you might need answers that you're not going to get right away. And so that can be really hard with, I mean, she said she was given to bipolar um, episodes. Uh, So like that's really tough, but it sounds like she's aware of it too. So just like, I would say keep aware of it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't ruin this thing that you really want to happen because you need it to happen on a different timeline than this person is ready for. You know, and I and I think she's in a very specific spot. Because first of all, can you meet the love of your life at 10 years old? I don't know. I'm thinking about <laughs> the people I went to third grade with. I mean, I guess there were a couple husbands in there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's like what is the rush you know you just got out of this very long thing and so you're excited just be excited you know because most of a relationship is not that part right (laughs) right (laughs) most of a relationship is like grocery shopping and fucking you know Thanks, did you give the dog or whatever? Did you give the dog their <laughs> flea pill? Exactly. Deciding yes. what to watch and what to eat. Very yes. mundane. So I uh, I once heard um, uh, Judge Judy scream this at a couple <laughs> in court. They had been together for only like a couple months. She said, "The courtship period is as good as it gets." So if it's already bad, then it's not going to work. <laughs> so, like, it's supposed to be fun right now. I guess I'm just saying, like, take the pressure off of it. There's really, truly no rush to get to the boring part, you know, <laughs> the middle of the movie. It's like, just, oh, Mabel, she does not agree with this advice. There's a there's a <laughs> car alarm going off on yeah. our street. Oh. And she's not having it. You know, she really it's so funny to me the way animals don't like loud sounds cuz I'm like you're from nature. Also, <laughs> like why is this you, a problem? You are a loud sound. Right. <laughs> you're part of that tapestry of noise in our lives. <laughs> tapestry of noise. Mabel, stop being part of the tapestry. Please. Please. It worked. It did. It did. You had to tell her, stop being you part of the what? tapestry. You're right, Naomi. I don't want to add to the chaos of life. <laughs> um, but I also think, too, though, um, I know that feeling of liking someone so much and, like, panicking over it. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of, like, is it going to go away? Am I did it? Like, all that thinking. And I think one of the things is something that I would not do, which I always recommend my what i want to know for cat call me cat on fox okay is <laughs> like are you what are you doing in your life outside of this relationship do you yes. have a job you like you got friends you hanging out with you got like some a fun hobby or like something playing monster hunter rise exactly on the switch are you playing monster hunter rise on your nintendo switch you need because i think i tend i used to very much latch on to crushes when nothing else was going on it was yes. so much more fun and way easier to go all in on a person than let's say like pursue a dream do you know what I mean yeah or work on yourself yes yeah yes and so I think what I would just say is like it's part of this obsession like what else is falling by the wayside and what else are you interested in because I think a big thing to do in the beginning to help keep you a little more uh balanced in terms of your like crushing like all the time spending is like do your other shit like do the other shit 
call a friend, you'd be like, hey, do you want to get dinner? Like do things so that because I do think the thing I I think is never good, whether the person is also in love with you or not, is like putting all your eggs and by eggs, I mean like social life, fun and happiness in this one person, even if they love you back. It's just like they're going to they're going to disappoint you at some point. They're going to yeah. have their own stuff going on. They're going to be on a different page. And it's, it's not like, fair to either of you. Exactly. So you got to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to call my, my bestie or I'm going to go take a walk or I'm going to do whatever. Because I think if you do that, that will help you with some of this anxiety around. Do I love them? Is it too much? Is it soon? Is it too ready? Just, yeah. you know, this is a nice, unexpected little love. And we're just going to just have a little fun with it and slowly fold it in to life. Yes, like a puff pastry. I was thinking that. I was awesome. (laughs) I was in my mind kneading the dough with my hands in my head. Not one of us ever made one. Just (laughs) watched Bake Off. A single. Not not a single one. (laughs) No. But you slowly fold in the whip. You know, yeah. slowly folding the egg whites. <laughs> that's, yes. that's what I've seen in Instagram cooking videos. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. And also, I will say, if it doesn't work, uh, which I hope it does, if it's something that you really want. But every time I have so many of these crushes like you're talking about that I look back on and go like, oh, that was not you know, I was just on one. Like I was <laughs> obsessing about something that probably wasn't right. And so thank God mm-hmm. it didn't go any further. And then like you end up looking at those people years later and being like, I don't, I don't know what was going on with me at that time. Uh. But I'm sorry I texted you 700 times a day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> of course you pulled back. Like, yeah, it's just um, and, and then you feel nothing later. You know, it's like I yeah. can think of these like, what in my mind at the time were like massive heartbreaks, like yes. life changing. Like yep. I'm gonna kill myself, and I'm just like I wouldn't say hello to you on the street. Some of these people, <laughs> 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 maybe don't even remember all their last names, and so it's like, yeah, just try to as much as you can be chill, enjoy it. Especially also if you do have the any like obsessive tendencies or you know manic episodes, like. Take care of yourself because Mm -hmm. that's, you know what? That's the only person you truly have to live with forever is you. Ain't that the truth? Make sure your brain's healthy. Ooh, what does one if if you are having a bipolar episode? What do you do? Like, is there a thing you take? What do you mean? Oh, there's medication for it. Like when I was a kid, it was like lithium. That was what people took. Andrew, we're Uh, not doctors. We don't know what it is now, but it's something. Okay, you take you take regular medication that (laughs) if it's working well and you're you know on a regimen, it keeps you from having the episodes. Yeah, that's the high highs, the low lows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 In the moment, I think a lot. You know, like when Maria Bamford talks about it. I don't know if this woman has bipolar too, but that's what Maria has the cool one um (laughs) i mean yeah she'd have episodes where she was just like wandering shoeless around chicago or whatever and then you you have to be institutionalized so they think the goal is to just take the medication on a regular basis and then avoid these massive highs and lows and right yeah right right right, actually i'm a doctor so (laughs) (laughs) how dare you now you actually know you're like a doctor on the side but comedy's your love like ken jeong you know you're like sure i just like (laughs) 
could doctor but why not have a sitcom yeah like how guy is a lawyer you're like yeah. of course <laughs> <laughs> well you know the lie i kept telling myself when i was in grad school i was getting my phd in philosophy and uh, i was like well this is just a fallback in case comedy doesn't work can you imagine can you imagine can you a imagine? PhD in philosophy as a backup? But can you imagine me saying that to my like professors? <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. They of didn't like you. Of yeah. course you got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they Andy. want me there? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like spending my time writing like a family guy spec script instead of like <laughs> writing a essay on Aristotle or whatever. I um, like it though. I like when people get a PhD in philosophy because you actually did what the letters are. Like you got it. <laughs> you know, all these other people are just lying. <laughs> lying about what, Amy? Should, I just don't think they should all be PhD. You know what I mean? There should be right. different letters for different kinds of Ds. Doctor of philosophy. <laughs> uh-huh. Everyone everyone who is getting a, a humanities degree is getting a PhD. Uh-huh, uh-huh, but uh-huh. You're not getting an EHD if you're an English major. Right, 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 right. You I should understand. be, though. <laughs> I understand you should be. <laughs> They'll be patting the back of my head like I'm Mabel. <laughs> I know, sometimes I will just, like, pat the back of Andy's head or, like, scratch under his chin like he's an animal. Well, and also just to honor people who actually did the work, you know what I mean? Because, like, Cosby has a PhD just from, like, go- being Honorary. honored. Yeah, I believe yes. it was revoked by my, that's my grad school, by the way, Temple. <laughs> I nice. believe they revoked it. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> I want to point out I still have my masters. <laughs> they were like, get out of here. Yeah, sure. They didn't want to give me a PhD, but. But also you were like, this is my fallback, which is also the mo- one of the more difficult things to fall back on. Like it was, you were between two very unreliable dreams. Okay. Either become a tenured professor or become a comedy <laughs> a tenured, writer. Yes. A tenured comedy writer. Drag him, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> Drag Saturday Andy right through the mud. <laughs> oh, I'm a hard woman to love. Yo, how much do you guys want pancakes right now? Real bad. I know, Real yeah. bad. Hold on, I, don't, I, just I just feel say. them turning into a rock in my, inside <laughs> my body. <laughs> I just want to say I don't think you are a hard woman to love. Just Thank on the you record. So much. I would You're agree. Hard agree. Very lovable. <laughs> This one comes to us anonymous from our Instagram account. Hello, Naomi and Andy. I want to first say to Naomi, I am also an apple water drinker. Yay! (laughs) Naomi will drink. I dilute my juices to the Mm -hmm. point where it's more of a water with the flavoring. I've done that with orange from time to time. Wow. I I do a splash, but I, you know, I'd say two or three fingers of apple juice or cranberry juice. (laughs) And then the rest is water. (laughs) You treat it like it's fabuloso. You just really <laughs> exactly. dilute it. Um, I have always diluted my juice and always been criticized for it. I can't tell you how much I identified with you in that moment when you told us about your apple water drinking. Okay, great. I found a kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my question. My boyfriend of four years is in a field that is highly competitive, highly specialized, and there are only a handful of jobs that exist. So he needs to be able to travel to other cities for work opportunities and building up his CV. Now, I also want to say this is one of the reasons I hated academia because I was like, oh, I'm getting this PhD and then I'm going to have to – I want to live in New York City. But the chances that I get a job in New York City are very low. Yes. Yeah, you're going to Kentucky, honey. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You're going to Kentucky, honey. (laughs) 
We are both in our mid-20s and very in love. We've done long distance before, but it's always been very difficult and heartbreaking. I often feel like I'm holding him back because I'm a bit less ambitious and not as driven towards quote-unquote success. Success in quotes. My question is, should I be supportive and follow him around the world? As a feminist, I feel weird about the optics of that. But I also love my partner and don't want to hold him back. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. Mm, first of all, this is a major plot line in Shit's Creek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is something that Alexis goes through. So you can watch that and see what she does. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm torn because you're also saying like you don't have like your a big goal you're working towards. Um, so again, as much as I'm like, it's never a great idea to have like your partner be the main thing that you are working on or towards. Um, it also sounds like you don't <laughs> have another thing right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah, go. I don't know. Travel a little bit. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Also make sure your partner's into this idea. You know, don't invite yourself along. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I because there is like a nice thing of not being tied to someone and say, like, if you don't have to stay where you are, you're mm -hmm. not tied to a job, you don't have a kid there or whatever, like, I mean, maybe use that time to go and see how it works, you know? So, so bouncing around with someone is always like so much harder and more stressful on the relationship than being in one spot. So if you can get through that, then you kind of know, like, you know, maybe you're compatible i don't yeah. know what do you guys think well no Strong? i kind of no i kind of agree i'm like look you're in your mid-20s and you have a and so i think my thing is when you're like as a feminist i don't like the optics that's not what this is do you want to go with this person does this seem like it would be fun and does this person want you to go with them that's all that matters the optics yeah. is like that does it who cares what other people think and yes. also like as you said it's like because also to me, part of me hopes, hey, who knows if in going on these journeys, you end up finding your thing and being like, oh, I really want to do that. Or it's like, OK, I really love working on, the, on that farm. You know, like it's like maybe mm -hmm. part of this will be, you know, I don't know where, where he's going to go if he gets to go anywhere cool. But it's like uh, maybe in getting out and taking these trips, you will find your thing. And right. That is also worthwhile, too. And as you said, so it's like to me, I'm like. If he wants you to, I say give it a try at least the first time. Uh, yeah, if Bismarck, he wants North you Dakota to. might be cool. Yeah. If he wants you, yeah, who knows about Bismarck, North Dakota? Maybe it pops off. Maybe you end up solving a crime like Fargo. Okay. Yeah. Who finds some black gold? Who knows? Exactly. Maybe there's a cool rave scene. A cool <laughs> rave scene you might be into. But it's also like, especially again, when you're mid 20s, I'm like, this is the time you do it. It's like, yeah. you might as well run yeah. now when you ain't got anything tied down, you know? Uh -huh. Also, we live in a crazily misogynistic country. So I don't know if the optics are that much of a word. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, optics translated is literally just like, what are our friends going to think? And like, who gives a shit? I mean, I live uh, six feet from my ex, so I can't, you know, if I worried <laughs> about what people thought, I would make wildly different decisions. Um, but that is a very, you know, you're in your 20s. That's very common. Um, I'm just telling you, like, late, later in life, there's no time you're going to be like, I'm really glad I was motivated and made decisions based on what I thought the optics were. Like, there, you're never gonna, you're gonna be like, oh, I should have done that and not cared what people thought. Um, so yeah, if you get along, just make sure you also go other places. You know what I mean? You're in Bismarck, 
You don't have to stay at the house all day while he's working. Yes. Go to Sioux Falls, you know. Um, (laughs) Hopefully, you're going to cooler places. And if you are traveling internationally, then that's great. Then take a couple little one-week, two-week trips by yourself and go see some shit and then come back to him and like, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should not be you should not be moving and then just staying in the house yeah. being like I baked a cake. You need to like use that time and um you know discover meet friends. I mean, all the stuff you do when you move to a new place, you know. And yeah. So just like you know, making I think as as long as you are doing that, meaning you know, being mindful that like you're building up your own interests and community where you can, I think that will also take some of that pressure off the relationship because I think what you were saying, Amy, about like how moving from place to place can put a lot of strain on a relationship. I think that's because right that your person becomes your only person because you guys keep moving so much. So the more you can uh, get settled and meet other folks and, Mm -hmm. you know, then I think, you know, why don't you wear your couples therapy t-shirt when you're on these trips and then see who (laughs) recognizes the podcast and then that becomes your friend. Uh That's what I, yes. This is a theme. Yeah. It's never a good idea for your relationship or your person to be the only thing in your life. That is always a sign of something going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I just also want to say that it's not anti feminist to go with your partner to a new city. On it only is anti feminist if they have placed you into a gendered role that they expect this of you and they expect you to conform to some kind of like predetermined understanding of femininity. Andy did teach feminist philosophy, Amy. Okay, that okay. was part of his curriculum. Okay, PhD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and also a lot of those things kind of are supposed to dissolve in a relationship when you hopefully be, you know, unless he's making you go, then yeah, it's not exactly. anti-feminist to be with your partner. Um, you know, you're two people at that point, like in a way, hopefully. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you're two people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You just come back. Like, so what? Exactly. So what? Who cares? You're young. Exactly. Get those perky titties out on the beaches. <laughs> Of Bismarck, South Dakota. (laughs) The beaches of Bismarck. Or Sioux Falls. (laughs) I love that, though. Like the bridges of Madison County, the beaches of Bismarck, which are non-existent. But it's also true. It's like, honey, this is for the memoir. Like when I was 25 and I moved to some place with this guy, it's like, this is your David Sedaris collection of stories, okay? Yes, and I would say that because, again, it's like amazing how much time changes your perspective on these things as an old person. Um, (laughs) But do document it. Take pictures, write in your diary every day. This might help you like find out, yeah, like what you want, like what your goals are. But also you'll just like have those memories. And then in 15 years when you literally might not even be speaking to this person at all yeah um or he's dead um (laughs) 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 i hope that's not the case but then you have this scrapbook you can look back and go oh remember when i did that wild thing when i was i know yeah well i mean yeah it's like i you know when i moved to australia and then like i remember i left in part because of a guy where it's like i don't know him i don't even look him up i don't know what's happening but i did travel the world and that was stunning Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like in the end, yes. it's like that was worthwhile. I look even him though up. <laughs> you look him up. Yeah, all yeah. the time. Oh my gosh, how's he doing? Is uh, he married? Terrible. Oh, I wish. I have not heard from wreck. any. I have not heard from a single ex about me being on Netflix, and I'm very disappointed. Ah! 
I wanted one. So I wanted rude. one person to at least come out of the wood. You know what I'm saying? That is just that is that is uncalled. I'm gonna look up your exes and I'm gonna tell them you better send her a DM and say congrats. No, and say don't, you're hysterical. Stop, you're hysterical. I hope no, you're well. No. no, I don't want anybody trying to be in my life. But it's like, mm-hmm. how That's do you it. not see? Because my face is a thumbnail. Yeah, I know. And you can't say you don't. Oh, I used to. I I was in her. You telling me that I wouldn't think, come up? <laughs> I think sometimes. People, especially men, will think like, oh, I'm bothering you or this is weird or you're going to think it's weird that I reach out after so long. I always like to hear something's been in the stars lately. I think some of my exes are going to therapy. God bless. I love to see men in therapy. But like I've gotten some interesting messages in the past few months. I think, you know, this pandemic feelings everyone has, you know, just about shit. I didn't even like one of my exes was like, hey, sorry. I was like so rude on that one weekend vacation we took <laughs> wow and i was like i don't even remember that you were rude and he's like yeah you don't remember i got the jet ski and took it out by myself <laughs> i was like no i probably was on the banks eating grapes fucking so happy <laughs> to have some alone time and not be on a jet ski <laughs> just playing with bugs <laughs> playing with bugs <laughs> uh, of course you mean bugs give, bunny. like a child like you know, image. Right, you know? right. Of course. Of sure, course. Sure, sure. On the banks of a lake. A little caterpillar walking <laughs> along your index finger. Yes. Yeah. Maybe Collecting bugs pup. in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that I, this also goes to say, if you ever see an ex have a, an accomplishment, like getting on a thumbnail on Netflix, yeah. just reach out. The At worst, they're going to be like, oh, that was a little weird to hear. But most people are like only an insane person unless I know. you had a really bad falling out it's like fine that's what i'm doing it for out. are you kidding yeah. me because i refuse to believe you wouldn't say whoever you were with oh i know her you know what i mean oh, so if yeah. you want to act like you want claim me in these streets you better send an email saying you were funny okay yes. send it hit that hotmail you know <laughs> i don't use Mail. it but it's still available Oh, yeah, they should definitely be emailing my wesleyan.edu address, and it will be forwarded to my Gmail, okay, because uh, you don't know me now. I got Berkeley Amy at Hotmail, which is, like, pretty fucking tight. Wow, um, wow, yeah, wow, wow. I got it. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You know how many Amy's probably went to Berkeley? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have your berkeley.edu address? Uh, probably, but I don't. I haven't used it. I like logged into some of that stuff during the pandemic when I melted down and thought I was for sure going to go back to school. <laughs> and I was like, why do I still know my student ID number? Like, that's sick. Wait, I do. You... I knew it. They let me log in and everything. I was like, what is happening? Did you really think you were going to go back to school? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I applied and everything, but it was. For um, what? And I dug up my last living professor. <laughs> <laughs> to write me a letter you're she not that like, old <laughs> your last, last living professor it's been 20 years i mean they were old when i was in school do you know what i mean they're sociologists yeah. like yeah actually <laughs> actually they're all of, old a lot of my grad school professors have passed away i guess that's true yeah yeah she was very retired but she was like i don't remember you but did you get a good grade i'm like you gave me an a plus and she's like yeah i'll make some shit up i don't care i'm 80 i'm 80 dude <laughs> but, <laughs> but i didn't get, i got waitlisted. i didn't get in and they were like oh it's <laughs> there's we've never had more college applications in any given year than <laughs> during the pandemic like, wait so wait you were trying to go and finish your undergrad degree 
No, no, to get my master's, I finished my to, undergrad. Okay, so yeah. you were okay, so you were you were gonna go back, and then after the wait list, you were just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, she was like, we'll let you know if anybody doesn't, uh, you know, if some spots open up, but they didn't, and then I was just like, it's probably a sign from God to tell me to keep going at comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Here I I am. I understand. I understand. I know I used to think I was going to go to grad school, um, and but then at first, like very first, it was going to be PhD in film, and it was like, what? And then... Then after that, I was like, well, maybe I'll go. Then I was like, oh, I'll just be a sign language interpreter because then it's like flexible. And then I did that for a minute and was like, oh, I don't like this feeling. And then like being in someone's business and like being like in the middle of a fight and getting yelled at. And I'm like, don't look at me. Look at her. (laughs) (laughs) I hated it so much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I always have had these fallback plans and stuff. Um, But I and then I could still like apply again and try to go. I, I think I was shooting a little too high, which schools I was applying to. But um, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I also thought like, oh, I'm kind of glad it didn't work out because if I, I don't think I would have liked doing like exclusively online school. If I'm going to go back to school, I want right, to be right. in the class, you know, I want to yeah. relive that experience. But as an adult now, who's not terrified of public speaking, because I was like, I was <laughs> yeah. just so scared in college all the yeah. time. I yeah. didn't want to be looked at or talked yeah. to or called on. I'm not raising my hand. I'll yeah. throw up. <laughs> I was scared of saying stuff and then people are just like, what's this dumb shit doing here? Get him the fuck out of here. That's yeah. what I was scared of. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want them finding out. Yeah. I just know that horrible. Feeling. Yeah. Social anxiety and um, yeah. Yeah. Fear of looking stupid. And now like, I don't give a fuck. Like it'd be so fun now to roll into a class as the 40 year old weird person getting her master's. <laughs> like, how you doing sugar? Just calling everyone sugar for some reason. <laughs> Did you get the syllabus, baby? Get it? <laughs> Just giving real auntie energy yeah. in the class, in the lecture hall. Yeah. Just hitting on the professor hard because he's somehow younger than me now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You have a, a Ziploc bag of cranberries that you just like eat. You just like, like your snack, your dried cranberry dried snack. cranberries. Just eat throughout the thing, you just open up. That I love. Ziploc. Yeah, she would definitely have like string treat cheese and like a hard boiled egg. Oh, I would be snacking all the time. They'd have to tell me to stop. <laughs> oh my god! I would share. Well, you sure. want a cranberry sugar? <laughs> Andy's loving sugar so much. I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amy, thank you so much for coming through, visiting us with your light, your love, your wisdom. Yeah. Oh, what a pleasure! Thank you, you guys for, are the best for bearing with spectrums, terrible <sighs> internet, our terrible internet. My with God, you Mabel didn't get screaming. Everybody's it's a it's a real Saturday vibe, Mister Saturday Day. <laughs> It's a tapestry of noise. <laughs> tapestry of noise. Um, you're the best. You're one of my favorite comedians, hysterical Aww. and wonderful. You are. Same. And the best. Hopefully you- we can work together again soon. Absolutely. Or eat pancakes and just not do comedy. Yes. If, now that I know you live near an IHOP, I'll come meet you. <laughs> oh, that's what it took. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. 
<laughs> just know that I order my pancakes with whipped cream, okay? And I don't want to hear anything about it. And I I'm ask not- for it on the side so it doesn't melt immediately. Yeah, that's smart. I'm not judging anybody's pancake choices. No way. Got chocolate chips in them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you Life all next short. time. Life is short. Bye. Bye. Are you going to be a problem, creature? Are you going to be good, my cat? Hey. <laughs> Me? I put the mic right in her mouth and she really did say something. Meeps. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.